Blessings, y'all. How have you been? It's okay if you haven't been good. You don't always have to be good. You don't always have to feel any particular way at all. But you're here, I'm here, we've arrived. If you can hear any background noise, it's late at night. I live in what might be considered the hood. So sometimes shenanigans be popping off at this hour. Period. I digress. Anyways, what I wanted to touch on today is the paranormal and kind of piggyback off of my previous podcast a little bit um, because I do believe that dreams definitely fall into the paranormal category. It is one of the things I don't think we deem to or consider that to be a paranormal experience, something that we've all had, but that's just my perspective. So yes, (laughs) I wanted to touch on the paranormal, whether that's being psychic, having multiple sensory experiences outside of the five that we are taught to focus upon. visions, prophecies, automatic writing, again, dreams. (laughs) Can't list that too many times. Wouldn't be my podcast if it wasn't, right? (laughs) Uh, And then just straight up seeing apparitions. Um, So yes, I wanted to start with the conditioning that we have around paranormal experiences and how that starts usually when we are children. Um, Children are closer to source, closer to the portal, that ether, that void, that whole very mysterious land that we all seem to come visit from and play in the astral realms still very linked into that so the senses are loud beyond the five and i find that a lot of kids um, are told by their parents whatever it is like oh that didn't happen oh i don't see anything you're crazy you're fine go back to sleep things of that nature. And I feel that these can be very detrimental statements to inflict. I don't even know if it's really inflicting, but that's the word I'm gonna use. Very harmful inflictions to the psyche because you're basically writing off someone's experience just because that wasn't your experience and that's not how it works since when i mean we've all done it can't deny it but this is to hopefully bring some recognition to that so that we can catch ourselves so that we don't continue this vicious cycle of gaslighting our own family people we care about out of real time 
and sometimes even traumatic experiences and sometimes maybe not traumatic sometimes life-changing and enlightening experiences and they just get snatched away from us but it's up it's up to us to validate ourselves within these realms anyways so i may be here to provide some sort of solace in that Uh, when instilling these very strict like my father used to say to me all the time there's nothing in the dark that you can't see in the light and i'm just not sure that's true i've never seen any apparitions myself but i've always felt just always really strong presences and it was very uncomfortable and because of feeling said presences it wasn't hard for my eyes to imagine or create shadows for myself in the dark usually a lot of the times the ways that i see things come in light splotches almost like when you close your eyes really tight and you see like all those closed eye visuals kind of trippy a little bit yeah i'll see things like that like since a kid just random neon splotches on the wall and different they're not even patterns there's no rhyme or reason it's just maybe even like traveling auras if you will but just totally totally random as it it seems and it still happens to this day you know they'll just go around my room and i just will fixate on them even when i'm in the bathtub especially when i'm in a bathtub um with the lights off and maybe just a candlelight or a nightlight in there the same thing happens and so yeah my dad would just very much try to convince me that ghosts weren't real uh that wasn't a thing that i needed to be worried about of course i was still worried about it my mom on the other hand she never said such things i think maybe part of me wanted to wanted her to say such things to get that confirmation from both of my parents but they were divorced so to have two different feedbacks from two, two different houses was definitely the norm. And that was one of the things where I was like, dang, really wanted you to follow through on that one to make me feel less scared. But <laughs> she definitely wasn't like, yeah, let me just help you be less scared. No, that wasn't the thing because that's not real. And so I think it gets trained out of us into adulthood that we aren't having these experiences or that we are crazy if we are having these experiences, that we need medicine if we hear voices or need to go to a psychologist. I mean, hey, therapist, psychologist, whatever you need to do to feel level-minded in your brain, totally, totally, totally. But a lot of these things that happen, that manifest, can't really be helped by I feel like these very logical 
sensical things because they're beyond logic and they're beyond reason. I feel that shamanic perspectives still have this intact and it is just part of natural law, the understanding of these realms, things beyond the physical and material plane. And ooh we have we really done a doozy on ourselves for choosing this mode to live in. Maybe we did it because it was less scary. Maybe we did it because it was less responsibility. Like we really freak ourselves out over this stuff now. There's probably a time where poltergeist will be going on and wouldn't nobody be scared. They'd just be like, we know what we need to do. Snap your fingers, get it done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put the spirits where they need to go. Relieve them if you need to type thing. And we feel like we can't do that anymore. Like we can't face up to it anymore. Because I think, again, we still can't grasp the fact that that's real and it's interesting that it's even somewhat of a political thing to believe in the paranormal uh you'll hear a lot of people that will claim that they were non-believers and ghosts in the boogeyman and then they'll just have one or a few instances that happen that completely change their mind and completely change their perception on the matter and another added element that I find to be really interesting is adults or parents, elders, any caregiver of younger chillins, how they might have gifts themselves that are beyond the five senses that they know that are going to be transferred through the bloodline because they have been for generations and they know this and maybe they feel like they don't want their children to go through these same traumas. Maybe they feel like it's a burden to have these senses and to have these gifts and that no child should have to go through life with these intense knowings, which can be totally understandable as the adults and the elders in our lives would like to keep us out of trouble and keep us out of harm's way. It's simply not possible, but I think this is probably out of an attempt to do that. However, I do find it interesting that them knowing that it's going to be transferred through the bloodline they will also still be the people that will gaslight their children out of these experiences saying that no it didn't happen or it didn't happen like it's you say it did there's some logical explanation or you know just put it out of your mind it it's fine while they know exactly what it is they're like actually doing more harm than good instead of relaying maybe how they cope with it. It would be really interesting to see 
if actually if parents that knew that they had these gifts and that their children inherently took them on as well it'd be interesting if they unlocked things together through actually addressing that this is a an awakening and an ignition of their abilities that they're going through and i think it would serve both the parent caregiver and the child to learn how to tap into it together and how to maneuver through life with it instead of suppress it. Because when we suppress these things can manifest in many unsavory ways, one of the ways being poor health, disease, other ways being more mental illness that accumulates down the line that, you know, could have been maybe not necessarily prevented, but maybe could have been coped with or aided through the simple fact of addressing that, yes, you're not crazy. There are forces beyond this world that we do not understand and science cannot quantify and never will be able to quantify. You know, Ghostbusters, you don't, we don't have like firemen that can come to your home and like (laughs) freaking blow up spirits. and send them back to from whence they came like we don't have that i mean people try to do that with religious figures like priests um even psychics and they'll try to have them come in and clear out the home and some folks will claim that the phenomenon that they're experiencing actually gets worse or stays the same after some supposed clearing and that's probably because they actually don't rank in the ways that are required to actually be able to release a spirit or to banish it from one's quarters so (laughs) yes With that being said, I really just do believe that it is a disservice to ignore this very real aspect of what it is to be alive. I know that was a long pause, but I just want to sit with it because I think a big part of it is we believe if we don't address the paranormal then it is not real and then we don't have to deal with it and that once you do address it it unleashes this whole whirlwind of possibilities that maybe you didn't want to face up to and the real fact of the matter is that we need to face these things because It's, as I like to say, more real than small talk, more real than nine to five jobs. They actually 
give you the life experience that makes it worth coming down here for. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily about spicing life up. It's about what are you taking away? What are we learning? And half the time, what we claim to be ghosts and, you know, like seeing dead people, I actually am unsure that that is the lens that we should be looking through. Maybe ghost could be a word, for instance, like an imprint that a soul left. I mean, I believe we are multidimensional beings, so perhaps you die physically, you know, in this human earth material realm, but your spirit remembers all of its adventures. So inherently it may come to stop by, visit and places in which they inhabited before. So I think that is definitely in the cards on the table. Inevitable really. Uh, But I do actually think part of it is like an energetic fingerprint that is kind of stamped like any pinnacle of a life, of an event, a happening. It just kind of lingers there. That energy lingers there, kind of playing in a loop. And it's not even necessarily because, oh, these spirits are stuck here and We need to find a way to release them and help them rest in peace. A lot of it, I mean, sometimes it is that. Sometimes spirits just want to be recognized. And that's that. Other times, there is literally nothing that you could sage or cleanse or steam or pray out. That is just part that has been etched in to the metaphorical stone that's there and it's not budging. And I think that speaks to the multidimensional aspects that I'm kind of trying to highlight here. You know, if time is not linear, then these events happening on a loop is because those times, whether that's past or future, those are still happening. Those are still playing out. You know, the universe just wants to express and explore itself and all of its avenues and possibilities. So that story is just going to keep echoing into history and play out as many times as it needs to. as many times as it needs to. And I think I touched on this a little bit in my previous episode as well. So if you kind of want to get more into the whole multiple timelines being parallel to one another and even overlapping and overlaying in one another, I would definitely check that out because I'm not going to get too much into that in this. I really just wanted to touch on giving more it's hard to find the word 
but placing more importance on paranormal activity, paranormal phenomenon, whether that's dreams, visions, sightings of apparitions, memories, all of the above. Again, psychic, any sort of psychic phenomenon from clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience. I'm sure there's another one that I'm blanking on right now, but you know what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So yeah, this one, this one's short. Um, I hope it made any sense. Hope there, I mean, I'm not sure there was a point. I think I was just trying to bring attention to the fact that We definitely need to stop instilling this into our children from a young age and help them to actually cope with these gifts and learn to cope with our gifts through the process and healing our inner child through that as well. And learning to commune with the spirit world instead of being afraid of it and understanding that that is just as real as the car that we take to go places or the bus or the shoes we put on to walk or the wheelchair we roll in. You know what I'm saying? It's just as real as everyday life. And there's no reason that we need to be writing it off just to make people feel less scared. If anything, you telling somebody that something didn't happen makes them feel more scared because then they feel like they're going out of their mind And it does not feel good to feel unheard and feel crazy and misunderstood. We should open up the conversation and open up safe space for our children and even people who are older that have been having these experiences since children or have awakened them within adulthood, um, but are remembering their conditioning and maybe their conditioning is blocking them from fully realizing something that could be really beautiful, really healing, or just a very important part of their human experience here on earth. So yes, 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 yes. I thank you for hearing my message if it resonates. Please continue to indulge, but responsibly with, quote unquote, the other side. I ain't saying break out no Ouija boards and start a seance. That's a little irresponsible, especially if you don't know what you're doing. But either way, open up portals is nothing to be played with. I'm just talking about the spirits and the phenomenon that actively find you or you find yourself in respect that, reflect in that, own it, integrate it, and share with others so that they know that they're not crazy either. Okay. (sighs) Yes. (laughs) Love y'all.